God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, yo, welcome back to good old fantasy football. Week one is officially in the books. It was awesome watching football all day on Sunday again. I love watching football, especially, well, every Sunday, don't get me wrong, but that first Sunday, you've had months of work and preparation, and you can finally sit there and watch it all either implode or pay off. I got to tell you, I'm in four leagues, one of them being our listeners league, one of them being the highest score total, our family league gets paid out. I went 4-0, had the most points, and I kicked your ass by three or two points. Oh, you kicked my ass by three points. Wow. Uh, you really ran me down there. Um, 1-0, 0-1. That's you, all that matters. I did go 0-1. I, I gave you a win week one by putting Cooper Cup on the IR for yeah, four thanks, weeks. Thanks for that. I needed that. Yeah. So, you know, you can have one. I went 2-3 and three in my leagues. The only loss was... Against you. You went two of three. So two and two one. of three. Sorry, not two and three. Two of three. Well, two I'm glad and I three could. would be pretty embarrassing for us hosting a show here. Yeah. I'm glad I could keep you keep you modest. Yeah, humble me a little bit. I needed it. Because I'm not humbled yet. Oh. I'm sitting on my throne. I'm on top of the world here. You can't have again, months of preparation, starting a podcast. You better know your stuff. And to go four and oh and get the highest score in the one that pays out. To win in the listeners league against the other host, my preparation we, has paid off. I'm not saying my preparation didn't pay off. No, it did. No. Well, what if you won mean? two out of three and you lost the last yeah. one by two to the and other And the one host. I lost was because my number one pick did not play in Cooper Cup. And I don't know if you saw the Rams game at all. Yes. Stafford's back. Stafford is back. Stafford is ready to heavily target Cooper Cup week five or week six. You know, maybe he needs an extra week. Some of the other guys look good, but all I saw out of that game was Stafford's back, baby. Yeah, I mean, we thought... That was our biggest question mark on Cup was Stafford. Right. I mean, starting off healthy, we thought that connection with him and Stafford would be there, or him and Cup. Um, But with Cup going out, yeah, who knew? Stafford had 200-yard receivers. Yeah, but when we started talking about this show... We, we were more worried about Stafford's injury. We were more worried about Cups, Stafford and the Cups on the IR and Stafford's lighting it up. Yeah. So it goes to show. You can do your preparation. doesn't always pay off all the doesn't way. doesn't always pay off. All right. Let's get a quick recap of all the games. Um, For Listener League or are we going through all the games? I'm just going to go through all the games first. Uh, can we also mention Listener League that the Vampire did not win? Had, so. had the lowest amount of points as he should, but he put up 80. He had a couple of good guys. Yeah. And now he's got first shot the waiver wire, which I'm sure he will drastically overthink and uh, mess up. I would like to think so. He's also on his honeymoon right now. He might not even look. There's no chance that Connor does not look at his team. Okay, fine. That's fair. Three times a day minimum. But there's also no chance that his brand new wife is not going to get mad at him every time. Um, He's going to have to go to the bathroom a lot to clear his stomach to get some uh, what is, what is it called in the league? Uh, a little tinker stinker, tinker stinker, stinker tinker. There you go. Yeah, that's that's what he's going to be doing. He's going to be on the toilet looking at his team's waiver wires so he doesn't get in trouble by the new misses 
for spending his honeymoon on fantasy football. Alan, make sure you pack the Pepto with you. Connor's stomach is going to be hurting all <laughs> what, 10 days or something like that. 10 days, yeah. I think. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back with us a lot more often after that. But for now, go enjoy yourself. Not that you listen anyway. But it's true. He doesn't listen. No, that's okay, though. All right, let's jump through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the NFL games first. Then we'll go listener league. Uh, if we want to talk about anything else, we both had some uh, underdog teams we could talk about. I don't want to talk about my underdog. I teams. don't really either yet. We're still figuring out this this whole underdog thing. Um, at least I am. Yeah, it, and again, it's it's hard to pick right on everything. Well, it's also different with the draft style too because somebody could have got taken before you. So it's not like those other leagues to where you might have been able, like a DraftKings type, where you just build your roster off the guys you like based on a budget. You right. actually have to be good at drafting in these, and we've never done a best ball or weekly drafts. Right. I think I and I think I got Aaron Rodgers in all of my anything that included Monday night games. I got Aaron Rodgers, so I was already off to a bad start. I also had Aaron Rodgers I last think I had night. Kelsey in one two Thursday night, and he. You know, I drafted before he was ruled out. So that doesn't help either. But again, we're getting into it. We're going to figure it out. We're going to learn. We're going to make some money. Yeah. But thank God we got that 100% match on our deposit. So that way we still have some extra money to play around with. Yeah. And that 100% deposit match is still there. Anybody who's interested. Yep. Use the code good all sports. Get 100% guaranteed match up to $100. Yeah. The underdog fantasy app. Um, right now, we're sipping on some. Brews from Fat Lady Brewing Company and Maniunk. Uh, shout out to them for hooking us up with. I'm really enjoying this Runaway Circus right now. That Golden Lager. That's that's tickling my fancy on this Tuesday. I gotta say, I wasn't expecting it, but delicious. Yeah, I could sit here. I could pound these. I could watch. You know, Thursday or Thursday night's game. Our Eagles. I'll tell you what. I'll be drinking them. Well, I might be going to Fat Lady to get. Their German Pilsner, which is not canned, but boy, was it good when okay. I when I checked it out. So definitely check out Fat Lady Brewing Company in Maniunk, Philadelphia. Uh, message us if you need the address or you need any more information on them. Be happy to share it along. All right, let's jump into our games. Let's do it. First one we're going over, again, our Eagles. Wasn't, Go Birds. Wasn't pretty, but they got the W against the Patriots. Ugly. It started out pretty. It did. That first drive... Uh, offensively, and then the two defensive possessions after that, getting the turnovers, including a pick six. Yeah. Looked really good. Um, Hertz had 170 yards and a touchdown. Not the worst, but definitely not his best game. He also added 37 yards on the ground. Um, We were talking about this. This is Kenny Gainwell's backfield. Yeah. And I, Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. So surprising. They kept Scott on the, on the, you know, fifty-three man roster for the I game. I hate it, dude. Just, I just he wish we had one ties. carry though. He but had a so catch or two, but Swift only had one carry. I Swift thought that would have been more carry. of a fifty-fifty, and that was Gainwell's backfield. I think he's a little banged up um, with some rib injuries. He's questionable for Thursday already. Kenny Gainwell, yes. Okay, so um, definitely let's monitor that because if he's out and DeAndre Swift gets his chance to be the featured back, like Gainwell was last game, he might not lose the job. Yeah, and we also saw we will go through that game separately, but Vikings defense is terrible. Yes. Um, yes, it is. The one concern I have with the Eagles right now is their offensive line. It, yeah. And that I heard on the radio and I could be I was thinking the same thing. It could just be 
Belichick has had an entire offseason to run different schemes and game plan around what Hurts wants to do, but they still came out with a win. Um, Did Belichick open the door for other teams? No. There is no other Belichick. There's no other Belichick, but he's already done the work and he's already showed people what to do. But he does that every year against other quarterbacks. Like, he takes players away every time and nobody else can duplicate it. Yeah. You also have the coaching on the other side, but there's definitely some waiver wire pickups to talk about in this matchup. Absolutely. Um, Gainwell being one of them, if you if he's not drafted, if he's available in your league, definitely go get him. He was drafted in all of ours because we are Philly fans, so most of our leagues he was taken. Yeah. Um, Continuing with the Eagles, A.J. Brown, 7 for 79, solid game. Devontae Smith also had seven receptions for 47 yards. He tacked on a touchdown. Gainwell had four catches, too, on top of his carries. Um, the surprising one here for me is Dallas Goddard did not have a catch. No, and he looked open. Like he looked they, open a couple of times. Yeah, like they were, I think Tony Romo called the game. Yeah. He was noticeably saying Goddard and Hertz are not on the same page right now. No, because Goddard had one target and it was not, like it wasn't on the ones where he was open and it was just missed. I, they got to figure that out. He had like two that were possible touchdowns if Hertz just saw him. Yeah, I'm predicting Thursday night Goddard has a huge game. Yeah, I think it's kind of like uh, how Josh Allen Diggs do that whole thing. If Diggs doesn't get enough touches, right, then, then the next game he's just overly it. saturated. Yeah. Um, on the Patriots side of the ball, Mac Jones threw 54 times. Yeah, I did not see that going into this he week. He looked pretty good, though. He had 316 yards and three touchdowns. He had a pick, um, which was brought back for a touchdown. But 316 and three touchdowns, he had a solid outing. He did. Um and it kind of proved why all along it was not Billy Zappi's. Right, Bally Zappi. Bailey Zappi. cut, and then he was re-signed and whatever. But it but. wasn't his team last year. It, the only reason Mac Jones wasn't in was because he was noticeably hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, New England rushing, Ramondre Stevenson had 12 carries to Zeke's seven, but Zeke did have four more yards, only 29. Stevenson was also uh, sick. He had a stomach bug going into the game. Um so I wonder if that stays close and carries or if when Ramondre's healthy, um, that that's his backfield again. I think the first, like this week, if Ramondre is fully healthy, it's going to be mostly him because Zeke fumbled and usually Bill Belichick goes away from somebody when they fumble. Yeah, so between Stevenson being healthy and Zeke's fumble, it'll probably go back to Stevenson. I, I would being think at least back. for at least one week. Yeah. Um, New England receiving, there are seven receivers that had at least 30 yards. Wow. Yes. Kendrick Bourne, 64, two TDs. Ramondre at 64 yards. Hunter Henry, the tight end, 56 and a touchdown. Demario Douglas at 40 yards. Mike Gusecki, the other tight end, 36 yards. And Juju had 33 yards. So the guys I wanted to talk about was Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne. I think those are two guys that, unless you were in a 12 or 14 deep, bench team i don't think either of them were drafted no um hunter henry had a touchdown right yes and kendrick Bourne had two and kendrick Bourne had Both two hunter henry five uh receptions kendrick Bourne had six 56 and 64 yards both put up some touchdowns if mac jones can stay like and uh, eagles defense played pretty well they had the two turnovers early um obviously let up 316 passing yards but they they played pretty well they that's why the eagles won the game was the defense yeah and absolutely. mac jones still threw the ball well and those receivers still had you know decent games yeah but i think that's going to be a lot of 
probably why they weren't drafted of being very touchdown reliant. Yes, um, especially Hunter Henry. He's got to throw the ball to somebody um, receiver-wise, like Kendrick Bourne, six catches. But he spread it out pretty well. But uh, yeah. I think Hunter Henry definitely touchdown dependent. But those touchdowns might continue to come. Yeah, um, I agree. Something to keep an eye on. Definitely some possible guys to look at for waiver wire. All right, next game, we got Baltimore and Houston. Baltimore wins this one 25-9. Losing um, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins tours Achilles, I believe. Out for the season. Out for the season. Um, so we'll get to the waiver wire ads for for this team um, after we go through the games, but definitely two guys, I think, in that backfield to look at um, to replace Dobbins. You mean one guy having two touchdowns? Justice well, Hill had two rushing touchdowns. Yes. I still think it's going to be Gus Edwards. Gus, Gus Edwards had the majority of carries. They had eight each. Eight oh. carries each. But it was Gus Edwards' 32 yards to Justice Hill's nine. I think Justice Hill might be the goal line back. But if might, two of those carries were one yard each for touchdowns, yeah. that takes, yeah, it takes that, a little bit that, So I, I think it might be a goal line back situation versus yeah. Gus Edwards, everything else. Um, all right, let's start on Baltimore side of the ball. Lamar had, you know, he only had five incompletions. He was 17 for 22, but only 169 yards and a pick. No touchdowns thrown. Um, definitely an off game for him. He also put 38 rushing yards up. Against this Houston team, I thought he would have done a lot better. So I was talking to somebody about this. No, sorry, not no. Out of the five majority, like top five ADP quarterbacks, there was only one good game, and you could say that was Patrick Mahomes, who still didn't have a great game for Patrick Mahomes' sake. Yeah, he lost too. Yeah, but Lamar, I don't think it was his fault of not having a great game. They played Houston, and they were in control the entire game. They only won 25-9. It wasn't a blowout, but yeah, you're right. They were in control. There like was no five incompletions, that's what you want to see out of Lamar. They had 32 carries as a team, um, so it was definitely more of a rushing game, and it was pretty spread out, especially after Dobbins went down. Yeah. Um, Receiving-wise, Odell, two for 37. Rashad Bateman, three for 35. But it was the rookie that we've been talking about, Zay Flowers, nine for 78. Yeah, he's going to be so good, dude. He had 10 targets. So whenever you see double-digit targets as a rookie on your first game and you're catching nine of them. And some of that was Mark Andrews did not play. Mark Andrews was out. But out of the other, like the other wide receivers still played. And he was. He was clearly the target that Lamar trusted. Again, when Andrews is there, Andrews is a safety blanket. But I think Zay Flowers, his average depth of catch was 2.2 yards. So he was making... He had about 54-ish yards after catch. That's something like that. Yeah, that's great for a rookie because usually it's... You might see it the opposite way. Like a rookie doesn't know what to do with the ball after he gets it in his hands. No, he he is fast and he is shifty. That's, you know, first time I've seen him play in a live game. I told you that in preseason. Somebody compared... The guy that was calling the preseason game compared him to Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um does it worry you at all that his average depth of catch was 2.2 yards? No, because, again, I think they walked into this game. You never know that you're going to win, but they knew they were going to win. Already kind of looking to the next week. And Zay Flowers didn't play a lot. Like, I don't know if Lamar played at all in the preseason. So we'll probably talk about a lot of these teams that didn't play guys in the preseason. Some of them came out looking really bad. Eagles included. Eagles included. Yeah. 
but Lamar didn't play a lot in preseason. So again, only five incompletions. They just didn't uh, pass a lot. Yeah, and some of those might have been like I didn't see that game. So I, I did not personally watch the game. Um, I'm just going off the box score. Mm-hmm. I would think that their whole game plan, especially you reading off 32 carries as a team, I would think they meant to run the game as let's yeah, let's run the ball, let's keep the ball close to the goal line. Keep control the clock. Or yeah. Keep keep the ball close to the line of scrimmage. Even in pass plays, let's kind of run them like a run play. Right. No mistakes. Like we we don't need to air the ball out this game. We're yeah. going to go into this game, make no mistakes. We walk away week one with a win. So we'll talk about the the Jags with Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram in terms of our bet. But Zay Flowers had a decent start, but Mark Andrews not playing. It's going to hurt your bet. But then we also make a bet on Mark Andrews and Kelsey, and they're starting off week two at the same place. Yes, they are. That I was not, not that we want them to start out. No, because both healthy when we made the bet. We didn't expect that. But for our other bet, Mark Andrews not playing hurts, but Zay Flowers had more than half of the receptions that like he had nine catches and and Lamar only had 17 completions. That's more than half. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest, Mark Andrews is a scary player for me right now, and I have him in a league. And I'm pretty sure going into this game, they said it was something with a hamstring, and now it's a quad possibly strained. Like, yeah, so you know when you're drafting him, there was no injury designation at all, and no. now he's missing the first week with. And that was injuries. like day of or the day before that. Yeah, that this came out of came nowhere. Up. That came out of nowhere. I yeah, this like. wasn't something like last week when we were talking about the games that he was possibly out. Over to the Houston side of the ball, C.J. Stroud in his first game threw 44 times. Obviously, they were losing. But 28 of 44 for 242 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, I'd say that's a success. Yeah, he added 20 rushing yards. Um, So the Texans didn't score a touchdown in this game, but they had nine points. So he at least got him to the other side of the field a few times. Um, Yeah, put up some decent yards. Didn't turn the ball over. Like, that's big. If you're going to say... Your rookie quarterback who's never played in the NFL is going to throw the ball 44 times, and he doesn't turn the ball over? He did have a fumble. He doesn't throw an interception? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're happy with walking away with... His QBR was 21.2, though. That's not good. No, that is not good at all. Um, Wow. Yeah. On the ground, Damian Pierce, 11 carries, only 38 yards. Singletary had seven carries, too, so that was a little bit more of a split than I was expecting. Well, and I think that was partially because Damian Pierce did get a little banged up by the end of the season last year. So yeah. I think it's if Especially we have in a two game, guys, let's not wear them out. In a game that you're not expecting to win, and like we said, Baltimore was in control. They split the carries. Um, on to receiving. Nico Collins, who I've talked about a couple times in the offseason. Six catches, 80 yards. He had a nice showing. Yeah, definitely another guy that's a good waiver wire pickup. Yes, and Robert Woods, six catches, 57 yards. They had Nico Collins had 11 targets, and Robert Woods had 10. And everyone else had four or less. So, so that's so that who he's looking at. E- yeah, either one of those guys. If if they are going to trust Stroud to throw the ball 44 times a game, you want the guys that are getting, like you said earlier, you want the guys getting 10 targets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. We have Cleveland and Cincinnati. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Cincinnati puts up three points. Joe Burrow gets benched at the end of the game or pulled, whatever. I wouldn't say he got benched because it's not going to last. But he got pulled once the game was long enough gone for them I, I didn't see it coming I did not see it coming and I think you could uh, like it it's kind of what I said in the last game we talked about when you don't play anybody at all in the preseason you you could come out 
have a tendency to come out a little slow. Do you and think, I that think his... there was rain, right? There was rain that game. Yeah. So a little bit bad weather, but 14 to 31, 82 yards. He threw 31 times Threw 31 times. I was going to say, do you think his calf injuries, what he had, do you think that's lingering still? Think that anything to do with it? Or do you think it was lack of preseason? Again, he he didn't like choose to sit in the preseason or you know whatever. He was hurt still. Well, it's not that he chose to sit in the preseason, but I think Cincinnati wasn't going to play even healthy. I don't think Burrow they probably was wouldn't play. have played him anyway. I think it's a combination of everything: bad weather, no preseason, a little no, rust from sitting out, not even so really long. training camp. Right, a little and rust there. Is the calf still hurting him? So like, when that calf injury first came up, we were talking about. Burrow and there was like a lot of talk that he might not even play week one. Yeah, there was. So the fact that they still got him out there, maybe I I wouldn't say they were treating week one like a preseason, but no, but that should have gotten the rust off, hopefully. And yeah, and hopefully you cut they come out firing next week, which I think they go right into Baltimore. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that's not an easy matchup. That's not easy either, but to start out your season with two divisional games, if they start out 0 and 2. This is like a possible Super Bowl contender. They could easily start out Especially in the division. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to fall fall behind two games in that division. Um, Mixon had 13 carries, 56 yards. He did all right. Again, the game script didn't allow him to get any more carries. No, and it was still him. Like, Chris Evans had what? How many carries? Two. Yeah, so it's still Mixon's backfield. There's no... Mixon also tacked on three catches for 17 yards. It's definitely his backfield for sure. He was a disappointment for you, but you're not going to not start Mixon. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase at five for thirty nine. Again, that's just Burrow couldn't do much there. Reed um, Higgins, T Higgins, eight targets. Okay, eight targets. No I, I would take catches. A, I would take guess he would have four. No catches. No, no catches. yards. I mean, obviously Burrow's still looking his way, and that connection will be there once Burrow, you know, doesn't have a a game like that. But wow, that yeah. all around. I saw somebody had. It was a picture on uh, Instagram. They lost their game by one point, and they had T. Higgins and Goddard in their starting lineup, both having zero, zero points. points losing by one. Wow. PPR, you need one catch to tie out of the two of them. That's it. That's crazy. Over to the Brown side. Deshaun Watson looked pretty good. I mean, 16 for 29. He had 154 touchdown and a pick, but he didn't look like Houston Deshaun Watson, but he looked a lot better than last year's Deshaun Watson. Yes, much better. He was in control of the game. Um, Jerome Ford here, I didn't realize this, had 15 carries, the backup running back. Yep. His 15 carries went for 36 yards, while Chubb's 18 went for 106. Yeah, it's still Chubb's backfield, I think. I wonder if Chubb got pulled at the end of the game, too, once. The Bengals got pulled. That's probably still that's probably a little bit to do with it, but I think it also had to do with bad weather game. We're gonna run the ball. Let's not run forty our, carries. Yeah, forty carries in the yeah. game. And last couple of years, they have been a split backfield with majority going to Chubb when they had Kareem Hunt. Right. I don't think they want to kill Chubb. Like that's that's Really, the majority of their offense. I, I get you're building around yeah, a quarterback, but yeah. Chubb has been a staple there for years. Yeah. I don't think they want to burn him out week one. Deshaun Watson also tacks on five carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it's a lot more than I would have guessed he would have had. Yeah, that is. So the passing game was fine. It wasn't like great, but that rushing helps. Yeah, now he's in that time. conversation with some of these other running quarterbacks. That's an extra 10 points, too. Yeah. For, yeah. Um, receiving wise, Elijah Moore. 
had the most yards, three for 43. Amari Cooper, three for 37. Both had seven targets. Um, but again, 40 it, carries. Right. And if the game's game. closer, they're probably throwing the ball more. Probably more targets to both of them. Yeah. Chubb had four catches for 21 yards. So That's he, what we want to see. Yes, he should pick up that receiving back. So he uh, went over 100 on the ground and 40 in the air. Four catches, 21 yards. I'm sorry, four catches, 21 yards. Six points if you're in PPR. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt's gone, and it's it's Chubbs. Yep. Chubbs, the receiving guy now, too. All right, let's go over to the next game. We got Bucks and Vikings. This was a good game. I I was very surprised with this game being so few points, and I think it was because of the Bucks having a bad offense mixed with maybe a good defense. Yeah, the Bucks defense wasn't bad. I mean, held Vikings to 17. That offense is explosive. Yeah, and Justin Jefferson looked pissed off at the end of the game. And he had a huge game. Yeah, but I think he Funny. realizes Jordan Addison's going to be the guy. <laughs> I <laughs> I think he realizes Addison is going to help him continue to stay open and not get double and triple teamed every time. Yeah, his disappointment was clearly with Kirk Cousins that last interception. It it wasn't it had nothing to do with his target share or anything. Yeah. Um Baker added out 34 times, 21 completions, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Um further down the line you got quarterback injuries and bye weeks and stuff. Baker could be a good flyer. Yeah. I mean, we we knew this right with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh Evans 6 for 66 in a touchdown, Godwin 5 for 51. I'll tell you what, Mike Evans when we were hearing all the contract talk last week, and it came out the other day that he's, they won't extend him. He's not extended, so this is his last year. I thought, you know, if he's not going for a thousand, this is going to be the year. And then he came out only at sixty-six only yards, six, but he led the team in yards. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, okay, so if he's not getting extended, this is a contract year. That's true. He needs to prove yeah, himself that he's, right. you know, if he gets another thousand yards, like why wouldn't he get a big contract yeah. somewhere else? If he does year? it 10 years in a row, why not 11? Yeah. Um, on the ground, Rashad White had 17 carries, only 39 yards, but. I don't um, think that matters. I think what you wanted to see there was, it was Rashad White's backfield. Yeah. Chase Edmonds had two. Sean Tucker had five. I've never even heard of Sean Tucker. I thought Chase Edmonds maybe would have taken some, but no, it's it's Rashad White's backfield yep. for sure. Moving on the Viking side. Cousins, 33 completions, 344 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. So, ton of yards, two touchdowns. Obviously, that pick hurt them, lost in the game. Yep. Um, So, obviously, they passed a lot. They passed 44 times. So, Madison on the ground only had 11 carries for 34 yards. Which is wild because they were never out of the game. Like, that was always a close game. They and I don't... Three, yeah. Unless, unless they really couldn't get Madison going at all. Like, that worries me a little bit. It does. I, a little bit, but not enough to like do anything drastic yet. You're not trading them yet. So You're not you said uh, Cousins completions. How many attempts? 44. Yeah. Like they want to throw the ball. That's it. They do. So they're always going to want to throw the ball right now. I think, you know, in the games they win, they're going to run a lot more because this was a close game. Like they could have run more. Yeah. It, Madison only had 11 you carries. You run a ball more. You help out the passing game. But in games when their offense, you know, takes charge they're they're going to be running um so yeah not what you wanted from madison coming into his first game but nothing no. to worry about long term yet no because it, it was still his backfield it right. wasn't like right. he had 11 carries Ty Somebody chandler had, had three yeah it wasn't like chandler had 10 he had three for zero yards yeah he's terrible yeah um 
Receiving. So obviously Justin Jefferson, huge game, nine for one fifty on twelve. How many targets did he have? Twelve targets. Yeah. Addison had six, so he had half the targets. He put up four catches, sixty one yards of touchdown. Respectable game. Yeah, and that's that's what you're gonna see on the other side of Justin Jefferson is you're gonna see a guy that is open because Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. Like it, it, it's so clear when he's running. He's good, dude. So Kirk Cousins on top of his pick also had two fumbles lost. He had three turnovers. Yeah, bad game by Kirk yeah. Cousins. Now Madison also put up three catches for a touchdown. So that helps his rushing yep. a lot. Like that helps his fantasy. See, it did, it did with Dalvin Cook too. Dalvin Cook was always a pass catcher in that offense. Yeah. And PPR though, that's an extra ten points that saves your fantasy day. Yeah. Um TJ Hawkinson, nine targets, eight catches and only thirty five yards, but eight catches. He's clearly the safety blanket. Yeah, like that's the guy that Kirk right. Cousins can't get o- or can't find anybody downfield. He's about to get hit. Let's drop it off again. Though you're looking at PPR, only 35 yards. He still got 11 points. Eight so, catches is wild for yeah. only 35 yards. Yeah. And I think as Addison gets more into the offense, he takes some of those catches. I don't really know if he's going to take them from Jefferson or if he's going to take them from Hawkinson or a little bit of both. But yeah, eight catches. I don't think he's taking anything from Jefferson. No, uh, no, he's not going to. All right, Titans-Saints. This was a good game. It was a low-scoring, not a great fantasy game, but a good game to watch. 16-15. Um, yeah, starting with the Titans, Tannehill went 16 for 34. Almost that's, almost 15, or almost 50%. Yeah, it's awful. Um, Not even 50%. Yeah, under 50%. 198, no touchdowns, three picks. Yeah, Will Levis is uh, stretching back there to get get in the game. QBR, you want to take a guess? 12. 10.3. Damn. <laughs> Terrible. On the ground, well, all, all over, Derrick Henry, he still did it. Yeah, he did. 15 carries. He only had 63 yards, but he adds two catches for another 56 but yards. 15 carries is low for him. That is low for him. Um but even with 15 carries, 63 yards is low for him. That's not that's not going to keep happening. The Saints defense, we talked about it too going in. Um, they're good. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely one defense. Those yards targeted. are going to go up. But he also tacked on two catches, 56 yards to add another. Yeah, he had like a 45 yard catch. 40. Yeah, 46 yard catch. 46 yards. Um, I have Hopkins in a couple leagues. I didn't know what to do with him in our family league. I was between him and Cortland Sutton because Jerry Judy was out, and I stuck with Hopkins. Seven catches, 65 yards on 13 targets. He very quickly emerged as the number one receiver, as we thought he would, but it was immediate. Yeah, and 13 targets is, again, that's what you want to see. If if you're going to tell me Hopkins is going to get 13 targets, next game he's got more than seven catches. Like yeah. There has to be five of those six have to be uncatchable passes. I was going to say how many are like, okay, he's about to get hit. Just throw it in Hopkins direction. Yeah, but the if, fact that he's already doing that, Hopkins is going to come down with some of them. Correct. Yeah. Only 65 yards, but again, seven, seven catches on 13 targets. PPR at 13 points. You'll take it. Yeah. Traylon Burks was a little banged up going to the game. Only other noticeable or, uh, you know, big name guy, two catches, 18 yards. I was surprised he even played. We, we talked about him yeah. possibly missing, two to three weeks yeah i didn't think he would so i think it's good for him to be back on the field um it didn't work out for you fantasy wise but i hope you didn't have to start Traylon burks yeah um same side of the ball 
Derek Carr in his first game in the Saints, 22 for 33, 305 and a touchdown and a pick. But good yardage for 23 completions. Yeah. So he's he's thrown the ball down the field, which, you know, Alave, 10 targets. Again, rookie? No, second year. Second year. Yeah. I love Alave. I, I think this offense is going to be really good, especially when Alvin Kamara comes back. Yeah, I think so. Eight catches for 112. Rashid Shahid had five for 89 and a touchdown. Yep. Uh, Michael Thomas, eight targets, five catches, 61 yards. We said in the last two games, uh, or the first two games of last year when he was healthy, he had two good games, and then he just got hurt again. Yeah. Um, and never came back from it. Would you but, say five catches, 60 yards? Yeah. The yeah. longs here, Chris Olave's long was 45. Rashid Shahid was 41. Thomas, 25. Jawan Johnson had a 27-yard catch. He's Derek Carr's throwing the ball down the field. Yep. Um, and he always has. Like Derek Carr doesn't want to drop passes off to... Right. Anybody for three yards. He wants to go downfield. Yeah. And again, 23 completions for 305 yards. And Derrick Henry were, or uh, Derek Carr were not saying to start yet. Like, no. I, I think that's a guy that maybe you pick up on the bench. Like, maybe if you have a Aaron like, Rodgers that we'll talk about later, yeah. or one of these other mobile quarterbacks that's not playing well. Anthony Richardson's banged up. Not that you were picked him to start yet. Not that but. you picked him to start either, but like a guy like Derek Carr, it's always going to have interceptions. It was just like Jameis Winston. You, But You're, you want to see for your... Like, we didn't tell you to draft Derek Carr. We told you to look at Chris Olave. I was big on Juwan Johnson. Uh-huh. Michael Thomas was a good guy. Uh, Rashid Shahid going off waivers right now. Yeah. These are Definitely guys that are going to be catching the ball downfield, big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Williams had 18 carries, only 45 yards, but for the next two weeks until Kamarik was back, he's the guy. I think I loved seeing that stat. Because I liked seeing how inefficient he is. You know, so you know when Kamara comes back, it's going to be Kamara's. It's going to be Kamara's team. Um, but their rookie running back didn't play. He did not. So no. who knows? He, he was more, will he take some away from Kamara down the line? Not really Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams maybe some goal line down the line when Kamara's back. But it was the rookie that we were yeah, kind of talking Kendrick about. Yeah, Kendrick Miller. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The inefficiency. Of Jamal Williams definitely helps Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I'm excited for Alvin Kamara to come back. That's kind of like if if we talk about trade guys to look at. Like I'm hurting at running back in a couple leagues. Like I might be, I might be looking at that Kamara to be like, all right, my wide receivers can hold me off for two more games, right? And then I hopefully have a starting running back come week four. Yeah, and if you're gonna do something like that, you're looking for it sooner rather than later because you don't want. You don't want to go to the Alvin Kamara owner after his three-week suspension and be like, oh, I'm ready to have him now. Are you going to trade him to me? Yeah, you want the Alvin Kamara owner now that might need a flex option wide receiver or right. uh, they have a banged-up tight end or bad quarterback. Even a running back that they need now for yeah. the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you can't wait until he's done serving a suspension to yeah, so if, trade for him. Yeah, if you're in on Cal- Alvin Kamara, now's the time to look to trade him. Yeah. Um, Carolina, Atlanta. Atlanta takes this one 24 to 10 um i think they were pretty much in control the whole time it was ugly though like it, but we knew going into this game it was gonna be an ugly game yeah definitely these two teams um bryce young 20 for 38 146 a touchdown two picks in his in his opener but that's another rookie that like he's brought into carolina to throw the ball 38 yep. 38 pass attempts like that's yeah you don't want to see two picks but it's his first game he's throwing it's his first game, yeah. You want to see a guy that's not scared to throw. Like, you want to see them not be like, all right, we're only going to throw 
15 times like right. the guy on the other side of the ball, Desmond Ritter. Like yeah. they were scared to have him throw the ball. Right. They're, they don't care. They know uh, Young and you know Stroud are going to make mistakes, but you want them to make mistakes in week one to four. Right. You're not, and start you're not progressing. You're not going in the season thinking Super Bowl with your rookie quarterback. Let no. him figure it out, you know, throw him out there. Yeah. And he'll get there. Um, Sanders, 18 carries, 72 yards. Chuba Hubbard, half the carries at nine, 60 yards. Yeah. Way more efficient. Which makes me think that going forward, I think it's going to be more split. Especially with Sanders was already banged up before the season. Um, obviously, he played, but with an injury-prone guy, when your backup can do, you know, he averaged 6.7 yards a carry, you might go to more even split. And if you look at Sanders, at least last year, definitely two years ago when he was with the Eagles, he was incredibly inefficient at times and then would break off a 70-yard run. And you'd be like, oh, that's a great stat line for and the And that's with a great offense, the best O-line in the game. Yeah. Yeah, he was inefficient, but break off those runs. Yeah, you're right. Which made the stat line look great, but when you watch play-by-play, he was never very efficient. Right. He yeah. wasn't getting you four to five yards of carry consistently. His box score would show five yards of carry when he broke a 70-yard touchdown off. Right. Sanders also lost a fumble on this one, too, so that might. So Chubba Hubbard. Too. I was big on him, and I drafted him in one of the leagues that I was short on running back, thinking he might be a guy to step in if Sanders doesn't play or, or if it if Sanders is not going to perform more well. than 50-50 split, and he's the guy. So, yeah, another guy on waivers to keep an eye on. Um, Carolina receiving nothing really of note here. Yes, sir. What about Hayden Hurst? I was going to say Hayden Hurst is the only thing of note. Um, five catches on seven targets, 41 yards and a touchdown. So PPR, that's 15 points. Yeah. He's really the only guy, and he probably wasn't drafted. He's no, probably he's, a good he's waiver guy. guy. Right there with Hunter Henry. Like, they're the guys that are yeah. sitting there on waivers. Yep. Um, Sanders had four catches. He was the next highest in catches. Terrence Marshall, two for 23. Uh, Adam Thielen, two for 12. So Hayden Hurst is really the only guy of interest there. Yeah, and it might not even be starting him unless – you are somebody that has Kelsey or Andrews. Kelsey or Andrews, and they're going to not play again this week. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, Desmond Ritter only threw 18 times, like we said. 15 for 18, though. He only had three incompletions. 115 yards and a touchdown. So not the worst. And his touchdown was not a good throw. It was Bijan made a hell of a play. Oh, my God. That was incredible. Yeah. Sidestep one guy, ran through two other guys. It, like he somehow was like looked like he was getting tackled by those two guys, and then they just fell. It looked he like he had going. butter all over him, and those guys literally couldn't get a grip. He walked, side, right, he walked right through them. That sidestep, though, to start the catch was all around was an incredible play by Bijan. I, I was, I'm still not going to back away from my stance that he won't be top seven, but man, that guy could play. Well, it doesn't help. So he he did ten for fifty six on the ground, average five point six, but Tyler Algier had 15 carries. He had five more carries, and he had 75 yards with two touchdowns. Yeah. That I, does not help Bijan's stock. No, because he's not – I mean, unless he makes a great play in the passing game every week, because clearly Ritter does not want to throw downfield. No. Um, Bijan had six catches. That's where you're getting the Bijan value right now. Yeah, is. so if you're getting, say, 10 to 15 carries plus five catches a game from Bijan, he can still do it. And – I if you're Bijan owner, I wouldn't be worried about Tyler Algier as much because I don't know if that's 
sustainable to not give Bijan the ball more often. You're not playing Carolina every week. Let's put it that way. Correct. You're going to need Bijan, not Algier. And you know what? The way they played, they might put both of them on the field. They they might. I think they were. I think on the play, Bijan scored. Tyler he was split was out in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, receiving Kyle Pitts two for forty four. He had one, a thirty four yard catch and then a ten yard catch. Um, Mac Hollins three for thirty one. Again, Bijan six for third or twenty seven. How their number one route receiver do? Drake London had one target for zero yards, zero catches. Yeah, zero yards. Um, Connor liked. London going in the year and he drafted him and he started him in one league. I'm not sure. I don't I don't know if his listener league, in the family, family league. He yeah. had him and Goddard. Yeah. Like yeah. man, it's it's gonna be tough to win when you have a quarterback that doesn't want to throw the ball downfield. And it's gonna be tough to win. Go ahead, finish your thought. Drake London in college, he wasn't this possession guy. He's more built and the way he plays is similar to Mike Evans. He's a downfield Big play guy. Right. He can and jump high. He's tall. He's got good hands. And when you have a quarterback that doesn't want to throw downfield, it's going to be it's really not a tough. Good mix. Um, Desmond Ritter had more catches than Drake London. Desmond Ritter's first pass was batted up and he caught it. Wow. He had more completions or receptions. Uh, CJ Stroud, first, first thing too. His first pass was batted. It's weird. Um, so yeah, Drake London. I don't know. Kyle Pitts, same thing. He could get more targets everywhere. He only had three targets, though. And again, they're not playing Carolina every week. They're probably going to need to throw the ball more because they're not a great team. They're very terrible. Yeah. Like, they're going to be behind in a lot of games. They're going to need to throw the ball more than hopefully 18 times a game. But right now, if I have them on my team, either Pitts or if I have Pitts on my team, I'm looking at a Hunter Henry, Hayden Hurst, Juwan Johnson. If I've Drake London, I'm really looking for somebody else to move my flex or wide receiver too. If you're Drake London, pair him with somebody, go get Alvin Kamara. However you can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you'd have to do. Get rid of London. The problem is you'd have to sell super low on him. He's not if he had a good game there and we didn't believe in him, that would have been a lot easier. That's gonna be tough. There's another guy that I think we're very low on. Not in this game, but we'll talk about when we get to him. Okay. That I think is a good sell now. Okay. Um, the team I'm probably most excited for this whole season, fantasy-wise, I've been talking about them. Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jags. Um, in our family league, I have Trevor Lawrence, I have Calvin Ridley, and I have Evan Ingram. This was a good game for a while. It was. It 31-21. It was a 10-point game. But it was... Uh, I mean, it, it was closer than yeah, 10 they, points. They kind of ran away with, with it at the end, but it was a good game. It was a great game. Um, Trevor Lawrence, 24 for 32. 241 yards, two touchdowns, and he had one pick that I think wasn't his fault. It might have been. If I'm remembering correctly, I think it hit off of somebody. Um, I think Calvin Ridley is going to be to Lawrence what Stephon Diggs was to Josh Allen. Ooh. I think think he just – Christian Kirk was good last year. They have a number one receiver now. Do you – so he had over 100 yards, no touchdowns. Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley had eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, he did that. First. The I saw Zay touchdown. Flowers make that great catch. Zay, oh, Zay Jones. Zay Jones, yeah. Had a great catch. Um, but first game in two years, new team, immediately steps in, 11 targets, eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He had 
I think he had six or seven catches for 92 yards and touchdown in the first half. So are you saying maybe if you're Drake London, like not Drake London owner, if you're personally Drake London, maybe put a little parlay out there. Maybe get suspended for a year. Maybe get traded to a con- Maybe a get contender. traded to a team that has a quarterback. <laughs> something to think about. I, something to think I don't about. know uh, financially if that's a great move for you, but something to think about. Um, so we'll continue receiving Calvin Ridley again. Great game. Zay Jones, seven targets, five for 55 and a touchdown. He was very clearly maybe him or Ingram, but the number two option, Christian Kirk only had one catch for nine yards. He kind of was irrelevant. But I, I think that'll come up because I think he, that'll come up he was too. his guy last year. I think it's going to come up a little bit. I, I agree with you, but the fact that the first game, Zay Jones, again, seven targets to three. I mean, what the takeaway from it is, Calvin Ridley, even after those two years away from football, looks like the best player on the field. And so training cramp was not a fluke because no. he looked great in training yeah. camp, obviously. But yeah, he went out and he showed it. Yeah, all those videos of him looking very fast, like in training camp, running yeah. routes. It, yeah, it, yeah, it translated. Um, Evan Ingram, five for 49. He had a decent game. Not a great game, but a decent yeah, game. Yeah, he had a good game. Yeah. So with our bet, Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley have a, have a pretty sizable lead over Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews again. Andrews didn't play. I don't know if you're aware, but there's 16 weeks left. I'm aware. Okay. All right. Rushing here. We didn't predict this one, Chaz. Travis Etienne, 18 for 77 and a touchdown. Now, I think his touchdown was a 26-yard touchdown run. He, he broke which, one. He which broke we one said loose. it's going to have to be scored from outside the 20. We did say that. But, but Tank Bigsby only had seven carries to Etienne's 18. He did have a touchdown, but only at 13 yards. And he had a fumble. And he had a fumble loss. But the fumble wasn't his fault. Was it on a handoff or something? He picked up somebody else's fumble. Yes. And then the ball, instead of just falling on the ball, he made a rookie play, trying to grab it, make something of it, and it got punched out as soon as he got possession. Yes. So it goes on him, even though I believe it was Trevor Lawrence that fumbled the ball originally. So this is what I was thinking of when I said the pick wasn't his fault. Lawrence fumbled the ball forward. He got hit in the arm, and Tank Bigsby picked it up thinking it was incomplete and just stood there, and the defender came and knocked it out of his hand. And hands. the ball got punched out. And Instead they went and scored of, on that play. Yeah, so it was it was just an unaware He just he picked moment. up the ball. He thought it was incomplete. It was a rookie play, like yeah. rookie mistake. Right, jump on it just in case. So I don't think that fumble will take a – I don't think it should take away from him. No, it shouldn't at all. That's just – yeah. It's jump, not – Jump it's, on it instead of picking it up. Yeah, it's not like he made a bad – fumble and just drop the ball or it got punched out like right. a play it was right. it was a bad mistake i didn't realize this trevor lawrence had seven carries only 21 yards but uh, i knew he was willing to run but i didn't know that he he's a sneaky athlete yeah yeah um, don't yeah the, don't let that long hair fool you yeah <laughs> um overall though yeah i think the jags gonna be really good this year jags are gonna be good but we'll really see this week when they play the chiefs yes great divisional game um, I think Jags win. We'll see. I don't disagree with early you. prediction. It depends if Kelsey's back too. Yeah, that's a big factor. Yeah. All right, over to the Colts side of the ball. Anthony Richardson got banged up a little at the end of this one. Um, I think they came out and said that he could have went back in, but at this point, I think they were down ten. Not much time left. Yeah. Um, so they didn't. So first, game, the last drive. I, I think Gardner Minshew got the last drive. Yeah. Um, and he went over two. Yeah. Uh, Richardson twenty four for thirty seven, so he threw thirty seven times. We, you know, we went into this thinking he'd be a great runner eventually, but came right out of the gate thirty seven passes, 
223 yards, touchdown, and a pick. And then on the ground, he had 10 carries, 40 yards, and a touchdown. So that's, yeah. that's where you're making your money with Richardson. And if there is any other comparison other than Cam Newton, I, I don't know if you can make one. like that. That's what he looks like out there. The, this was the first game I really saw him. He's, he's a lot player. bigger than I thought he was. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Even like a Taysom Hill comparison. Yeah, he's not C.J. Stroud and uh, Bryce Young that are... No, well, C.J. Stroud's not small, but, but Bryce, Bryce Young, Young is. Yeah, no, he's a big guy. Oh, yeah, he's huge. Definitely a Cam Newton comparison there. Yeah, Josh Allen type. Yeah. Um, the other rushing was Deion Jackson with Zach Moss was out of this game and obviously Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he had 13 carries for 14 yards. Yeah, the, I, I had him in one league and I'm currently dropping him to try to pick up one of these other waiver guys. I think Zach Moss will be a good waiver if he's out there. He might not be just because it was known for a while that Jonathan Taylor wasn't going to play. Um, How many but, carries did uh, Richardson have? Ten. Yeah, so I don't want any running back that's not named Jonathan Taylor in this backfield. Zach Moss was pretty good back in the day. Okay. When I'm was the saying, last time so, we talked about Zach Moss? Well, no, and he's already banged up. I'm just saying if 13 carries that Deion Jackson got all go to Zach Moss, I think he's getting more than 14 yards. He might be relevant. I, I agree with you. It, it's Anthony you a, Richardson or it's Jonathan Taylor. But when you have a quarterback, like they're not going to be a good team. No. And when you have a quarterback that's going to run the ball 10 times, that's 10 – That's all right, let's say that's six carries taken away from your starting running back. Or starting – yeah, for running back. Because most quarterbacks probably get four carries just with a scramble and right. stuff in there. They're going to have designed runs for Richardson. Yes. And the more they play, I think the more they're going to see, they need more and more designed runs. Yeah. If he's healthy. If he can handle it, yeah. If he can handle it. Because he, that's the difference between someone like Lamar and Fields. They're not taking those hits. They're getting out of bounds. They're sliding, whatever. He was initiating hits. Yeah. And that's why he got banged up. So I think he'll quickly learn that lesson. There was one guy in the receiving game that made a difference. Michael Pittman had eight for 97 and a touchdown. How many targets? 11. He did take, a, I'm pretty sure it was a screen pass for the 39-yard touchdown. So he did have one broken play there that got a lot of you know, his stuff. But yeah, 11 targets, eight for 97 and TD. So if you're down on the Colts, that's the guy I think you trade away. So if you have Pittman. Do you really think that Pittman, that who Richardson underperformed can- the last two years, yeah, he's all of a sudden going to do it with Anthony Richardson, who's a running quarterback. I guess if Richardson's going to throw thirty-seven times, and if it's going to eleven of them are going to be it's to somebody Pittman. If the eleven guy. of them are going to be to Pittman, yeah, maybe you want Pittman, but I don't know if you're going to get any higher value out of him right now. No, he, and he's a guy we never really talked about this off season. Like no, we, we've stayed all. away from the Colts except for Jonathan Taylor news. And talking a little bit about Richardson. Yeah. We stayed away from this team. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, if you sold him now, you'd probably be selling him at his ceiling. I'd imagine this is as high as he goes. He might get here again to where he is now, but this is probably eight for 97 touchdown. He's probably not having too many games that are better than this one. Are you a Pittman fan? Not really. No. Would you trade him from Alvin Kamara? If I had Pittman? Yeah. Yes. I would, I would, get Kamara. And, and this is saying that you got probably got Pittman with fifth or sixth round. So you probably have your two starting wide receivers. Right. If you need maybe you picked up a quarterback and 
a tight end in there and you need a little help at the running back position. Yeah, definitely something to consider. I, 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 I had Pittman a few years ago. I think when he had his rookie year when he had the like I think one touchdown on the year. No, I think he was either with Wentz or Matt Ryan. He was with someone who was passing the ball and they weren't terrible yet. And so not not Wentz. Yeah, Wentz was terrible the whole time yeah, there. It must have been Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was last year. So it was either last year or two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, because two years ago he was a rookie. He was just so inconsistent. Yeah. Then that's where I think he has this huge game. I don't see it continuing on a weekly basis. That, that's he, he might my have big games. It's not going to be consistent. Um. So for best ball and underdog, he might be a great play. A great guy to have. Uh, weekly, yeah, a weekly play. I'm saying on best ball where you don't pick your starters. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, might yeah. have those yeah. big games that can help you. But yeah, it's not going to be consistent. Yeah, you don't have to games. worry about each week. All right, moving on. San Fran destroyed Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think they look like the most complete team. Brock Purdy's legit after one game anyway. We didn't see that coming. And we even talked about last week pretty much turning around being high on the Steelers. And and they got destroyed. It didn't even look close. Um, I have Brock Purdy on my dynasty team, and I'm suddenly very excited about that. Yeah, but what was like? What was his fantasy number? Like, Is he start-worthy? So he, I don't know what he had in fantasy. I can look at that in a sec. But 19 for 29, 220 and two TDs, three carries, 20 yards. So he had a solid game. He had eight plus eight. He had 16. This guy's, a, probably, math, this guy's probably, a math teacher. Don't he worry had about 18 him. points in a standard league. Yeah, that I would say that's a guy to go get off waiver because he's undrafted. Yeah, and he's still absolutely. sitting on every waiver, unless yeah. you're like you with a dynasty, right? And that's a that's a super flex dynasty where you can have two quarterbacks. He's probably there in most dynasty leagues too. Yeah, so unless you're a super flex, he's probably available. And another reason is so Christian McCaffrey went ballistic like he does. Guy's so good. Twenty two carries, one hundred fifty two yards, and a touchdown. His touchdown was a sixty five yard run. You know, easily going forward, that could have been a screen pass. That is huge for yeah, Brock he, Purdy. I love Christian McCaffrey. I do too. I, I'm so happy that I took the number two spot and I went with him over Jamar Chase. Not, uh, spe- not, especially this week. Especially this week, but no, like, it, I, I think that running back, like he is. If he's healthy, which he last year he was. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's why that 65-yard touchdown, that could come at any time, yeah. no matter where. And against any defense like that, it. He is not the guy that is well. It helps that he plays for the team that does have the best defense, because yeah. then they just run out the clock too at the end yep. of the games. Yeah, but and that's where he got his sixty-five yard touchdown. Yeah, if he does play another defense that shuts down the run, then he's there in the screen game, or he's there in a short pass game. Like right. he's he's always there. Really good. Uh, no, nothing else really to talk about. Yes, there is rushing. Oh, sorry, rushing, rushing, receiving. Brandon Ayuk. Also went ballistic. Which is something that we talked about to not be high on Debo in the fourth or fifth round. Take Ayuk in the in eighth. Eighth or ninth. Seventh, eighth, yeah. ninth. Yeah. Ayuk had eight targets. Guess how many catches he had? Eight. Eight. Caught them all. 129 and two TDs. Yeah. And they were first quarter. Yeah. I think both of his touchdowns. It was early. Um, His long was only 23. So his 129 yards, it's not like it was one deep shot. It was spread out. He's averaged 16 a catch. Yeah. He was the guy that. I think it was good to see that Purdy was willing to throw the ball downfield to where he's averaging 16 to catch. Yeah. Not just the little dump-offs. Right. But, I mean, Ayuk looks like a great athlete out there. Like, he's he's I, the guy you want. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Debo had seven targets, only one less. Five catches for 55 yards. Not the worst, but again, when you're drafting him in the fourth versus Ayuk in the eighth or ninth, not even a comparison. Yeah, not that you're drafting anymore, but right. Yeah, we were we were kind of down on Debo this year, and uh, that's why is because when he got the targets, Ayuk was the better receiver last year when Purdy came in. Now this, you know, next week those stat lines might switch. Yeah, they could easily flip week to week, and that's what we said too. Is there's so many mouths to feed, it's going to be hard to be consistent. In you know, it's not going to flip. What McCaffrey getting the ball every play? McCaffrey is always he also had five targets, three catches, 17 yards. Um, George Kittle, six targets, only three catches for 19 yards. Yeah, another guy that we were down on because he's being drafted so high as, as a tight end. He was also questionable going into the game, yes, which might, might I, have affected it. I took him out of one of my leagues and I put in Juwan Johnson, so uh, Juwan Johnson got me more than that, yeah, but it's. I didn't want Kittle this year. I drafted him in an eight-person league when he dra- he dropped to the tenth round. Right? How do you you can't? I, I couldn't not. Pick you, him. you take the upside on him in that yeah. in that situation. Yeah. I'm right, moving over to the Steelers side of the ball. Um, tough game all around. Kenny Pickett, thirty-one of forty-six, two thirty-two, one touchdown, two picks. Um, yeah, he looked like a rookie. Yeah, playing against the best defense in football. Right. It's tough. And we talked about they have a lot of easy games. Yeah. Um, he's going to get his numbers. Yeah. And he's and we've never talked about him being a weekly start yet. No. No. We said we we like him, but yeah, not a weekly start yet. Yep. Um, Najee Harris, I am glad that I thought to sit him in, I think, every league I have him in. He was exactly what I said he was when we talked about it. What? He looks slow. Six for 31. So he averaged 5.2 yards a but carry. It, he had six carries? Six carries. They only had 10 as a team. Jalen like Warren had three for six yards. So and I get like they went down better. fast. Like They, were they down. went down really fast. And yeah. I think that's why they just threw in. Like, pick it at 46. But throws. even with five yards of carry, which if he can average five yards of carry, you're never going to be upset with unless he's only getting six carries a game. But he just looks slow. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's like a Le'Veon Bell um, patience kind of thing. No, I think he's just fat. Well, again, it's it's a good average. You just and the game script didn't allow it, so it's hard to judge. Yeah, on a, on a normal game, it'll be interesting to see. Um, the guy with the most receiving yards, Allen Robinson. Yeah, I did not see that coming. He had a thirty-one yard shot, but he had eight targets. He had the most targets too, five for sixty-four. Deontay Johnson, who I think is already being ruled out for a couple of weeks. He's hurt. Three for 48. And I believe he, did he get carted off or did he have to be helped off the field? I think I, helped off. I don't yeah, think I don't think he got carted. Um, but yeah, he's out, out a few weeks. Out a few weeks. Which should help. I mean, I don't know about Allen Robinson, but George Pickens, he had seven targets. You know, he had a lot, but only five for 36. We were big on him this year. Yeah, but five for 36, that shows they were not throwing the ball down the field. And some of that could have been because Pickett didn't have time to throw down the field. Yeah. Like we were big on him preseason because Deontay Johnson, the one preseason game had a 39 yard catch, like through the air. Mm -hmm. Pickett's had a 30 something yard catch through the air. Right. This weren't, these weren't screenplays that were went for 30 yards, like DJ Moore. Right. Right. With the uh, bears. Yeah. These were down the field throws. I, 
I would guess going against that great defense, they didn't have time to throw the ball down the field. Yeah, I think I think who do they play next week? Did we say Baltimore? No, they play the Browns, so they start off back-to-back division games. So that'll too. be tough too, but I think that'll be a much better game, and we can really see about these fantasy players. Yeah, I in agree. That game. Um, the only touchdown for the Steelers, which saved his fantasy day, I guess, a little bit, was Pat Fryermuth. Muth. One catch, three yards, touchdown. Yeah, not a day that you want to see, especially because that's the guy you draft to start. In family, in our family league, I did draft him as my second tight end behind Evan Ingram. That's a good second tight end. What did you draft him back to back? No, I think there was like two he rounds fell. in between. Yeah, he, he, he okay. kept sliding, and I was like, eh, he's still sitting there. I'll try Yeah, it, it takes some value. Yeah. I got Cardinals and Commanders. This was a much closer game than I thought, which was another uh, ugly game. Bad news for Washington. Yeah, the I fact that they kept this close. I had to say I'm wrong. I really thought I bought into the preseason hype with Sam Howell and Jahan Dotson. I think still had a decent game, but I really bought into the preseason hype of Sam Howell. Well, we'll start with the Commanders then. Howell 19 for 31, 202, a touchdown and a pick. Um, not terrible, not added, good, but not terrible. Added two rushes for eleven yards and a touchdown. So the rushing touchdown helps, like saved him. Yeah, fantasy wise, but you're never playing him. In yeah, fantasy. you weren't. You probably don't even have him on a roster. No. Um, Brian Robinson, nineteen carries. That's the guy that won this two. Week. Antonio Gibson's three. Yeah, out of well, Antonio Gibson fumbled as well. Antonio Gibson did fumble. Yes. Yeah, because he was on my bench so in one league count. with minus. Five. Yeah. Um minus point five, sorry. So I think we knew that there would be a little bit of a split, but we thought the split would be Antonio Gibson being the receiving back. It, yeah, it wasn't nineteen carries to three carries. Right. I did not expect that. No. Um Robinson only had fifty nine yards with that. He wasn't very efficient. But he had one catch that was a touchdown. Yeah. Saved his day. Um Antonio Gibson only had one catch as well. Yeah, so you know it's Brian Robinson's backfield. At least this week it was. Let's see going forward. Let's see if the fumble hurts Gibson, like uh, touch wise. Yeah, but I mean, definitely I, didn't. Yeah, help. I think Brian Robinson's going to have this backfield unless he loses it. I don't think Gibson's taking it from him. Gibson is a guy this week that I am. I'm still holding on to because I I need to see this team for a week or two, especially with yeah. Brian Robinson. I know last year you shot that that kind when of. When he came that back kind of last year, though, he immediately made an impact. Yeah, but I think they were still kind of... I think he got a little banged up again at the end of the year. Yeah. So I don't want to rule out Antonio Gibson right away. So no. he's a guy that I'm not cutting right away, but I'm going to hold. Yeah, I'd give it another week or two. Um, receiving Curtis Samuel, who was kind of the guy last year, like Dotson was starting to get there, but it was it was Samuel. He had five for 54. He had the most receiving yards. Um, Logan Thomas, a tight end, had eight targets, four for 43. And then Dotson had seven targets, five for 40. Oh, and their number one receiver, Terry McLaurin, two for 31. He was yeah. invisible. Another guy like Michael Pittman, I think, he has some great games, but he is so inconsistent. Very inconsistent. And I think, again, having a young quarterback even adds to that inconsistency. Because especially yeah. he's clearly not the guy that's his first target. No. He, he's looking at his tight end. He was what it looks fourth like. in targets. He's looking at Curtis Samuel, who's going to be the slot guy. And he's looking at the tight end. And then Dotson had seven targets as well. So Dotson yeah. have a touchdown? No. no um, Brian Robinson had a, a touchdown and Sam Hill had the rushing touchdown with the two touchdowns. Okay. Um, other side of the ball. Nothing. Um, no. 
Josh Dobbs, they already said, will be the starter going forward. 21 for 30, 132 yards. James Conner, 14 carries, um, 62 yards. And then he had five catches, only eight yards. So they were all dump-offs at the line of scrimmage. He was getting tackled. But five so catches, unless you're so, PPR, he had an irrelevant day. But it's an extra five points if you are PPR. Correct. Um, Marquise Brown, who I was kind of high on just because I – Thought, you know, there had to be someone getting the ball in the passing game. Only five targets, three catches for 28. Zach Ertz was the guy. Zach Ertz had 10 targets. Yeah. Six catches, only 21 yards. He only averaged three and a half yards a catch. Well, it's the 10 same targets. thing. Bad quarterback, we're dropping the ball off. And Washington, as bad as they are, they do have a very good defensive line. Yeah. So it could Joshua be. Joshua Dobbs fumbled three times, lost two of them. Yeah, it could be very similar to how we said Kenny Pickett wasn't looked downfield. Dobbs, especially having a couple fumbles, he might not have been looking downfield. It might have just been, oh, Ertz is there. Let's just drop it down. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Raiders and the Broncos. Um, this is a surprise. Well, no, I'm going to say it wasn't a surprise because I would never bought back into the Broncos being good and Sean Payton. But I bought did you see the in- start of the game? What happened? Payton led off the game with the onside kick. First game back in coaching in two years let no, off the game onside kick did he get it they got it but they said that he touched the ball before it reached 10 so yards a flag and they so the flag they re-kicked down the field that's ballsy i like it two years out of coaching comes back yeah. first play onside kick i like it all right we'll start with the broncos wilson 27 for 34 so pretty good there only 177 yards but he had two touchdowns that's the problem is he's still not throwing downfield you have twenty seven completions and you get a hundred how many yards? One hundred seventy seven. You should be you should be easily at two fifty. Yeah, in Seattle, I know he had great receivers with DK and Lockett and Baldwin. He aired that thing out all the time. Yeah, and I don't know if he's just scared, if he's a different player, if he doesn't have as much time. I don't know, but hopefully Sean Payton can fix that for him. So I didn't see this game yesterday. I didn't see much or the other day, bit. but the way it looked last season and the way it continued to look at least in preseason when I watched Denver is it looks like they only put out like two wide receivers and one tight end to go out to run routes like they had to protect so much last year and I don't know if they're doing that again to try to help Wilson like protection wise but they only have three pass catchers going out like you anybody you could have the worst defense in the NFL and cover three pass catchers yeah they did have 10 different people catch a pass but who knows how many were at the same time. Yeah, and their the tight end did get hurt, I believe. Um, Dulcich? Dulcich got hurt, yeah. yeah. I think he's going to miss a little bit of time. Um, Samaje P. Ryan had the most receiving yards, backup running back. Uh, he had eight carries to Javante Williams' 13, so he was involved there. And then he had the most receiving yards. Um, Javante Williams, only he had four catches, but only five yards. How many catches did P. Ryan have? He had four as well, but okay. 37 yards. He made a lot more uh, with it, with you know his opportunities. Okay. Um, Cortland Sutton, four catches, 32 yards. He did find the end zone. Yeah, he was wide open in the back of the end zone. Yeah, so he had that, that touchdown saved him because otherwise four catches how for many, 32 yards. How many targets? He had five targets. All right, so it's not even like he was heavily targeted and – no. Ball didn't get there. Anyway. No, I mean, it looks like Russell Wilson's threw it around. Like, Javante Williams had six targets. That was the most targets that someone had. So, I mean, he, yeah. he really spread the ball around. Uh, rushing Javante Williams, 13 for 52. 
And then P. Ryan ate for 41, so he was more efficient, didn't yep. get as many carries. Um, so it's going to be a split backfield. Neither yeah. one I really love to start, unless yeah. I have to. And if you are, I, I think P. Ryan, as of right now, might be the guy. He was more efficient rushing. He didn't get as many carries, but receiving, they had the same targets, but he had way way better receiving depth. Yeah. Moving over to the Raiders, uh, Garoppolo, not too bad. Not great. 20 for 26, 200 yards and two touchdowns and a pick. That's not terrible. The pick doesn't help, but 200 yards, two touchdowns. But the guy that you drafted didn't have a great game. The guy they drafted. You drafted, or anybody drafted. Devontae Adams. Oh, Adams. Nine targets, so he's still getting targets. He came down with six of them, 66 yards. So, you know, he's always had games where he does, like he's a little slower, because obviously they're focusing on him. Um First game they're playing together, six catches, yeah. sixty-six yards, and nine targets. Like you said, nine targets. That, that's He's something throwing the ball. Say. But Jacoby Myers had ten targets. That nine for eighty-one and two touchdowns. two touchdowns. He's currently in the concussion protocol because he got lit up. I don't know if you saw that. I he did got not hit see hard that. in the head. But yeah, Myers had the better day. By well, maybe Adams is got to have next week. Well, I was gonna yeah with him being out. But Myers had more catches, more yards, more touchdowns, and more targets than Devontae Adams. So maybe definitely look at Myers to be a uh, waiver wire on the waiver wire. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, Josh Jacobs had two catches for 23 yards on top of his 19 carries, but only 48 yards. Yes, he was very inefficient, but he had the carries. Yeah, Zamir White had one carry. Yeah, so we talked about guys that sat out of camp, and you're worried about coming back having a slow start. But you know what? You're drafting Josh Jacobs for the season. You're not drafting him for week one. You want to see that yeah. it was not split carry. You want to see him having the 19 carries. Yeah. All right, moving on to maybe the best game of the weekend. It could possibly be the best game of the year. Chargers-Dolphins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a great game. And I think I... Not that I was completely out on... T- I was very out on Tua, but... Man, that guy's healthy. The only thing we were at on Tua for was the health. Yeah, because if he gets hit in the head one more time, like his career might be over. Yeah, but we should have talked more about if he's there. Yeah. How good he is. Yeah. 28 for 45. It's not a, a lot of terrible increases. stat line. 466. Yeah, that's a good three one. touchdowns and a pick. So he had one more, one more completion, more or 28, you said? Yeah. So one completion more than Russell Wilson. And 190 yards less. More. 190 yards more. Sorry. Yeah. With three touchdowns. And then, he, again, he had that pick. Like, that's the difference between throwing downfield. Well, you know what the biggest difference is? Tyree Kill versus. Tyree Kill is the Sutton. biggest difference on every team. It's crazy. We'll go straight to him. 15 targets, 11 catches, 215, and two touchdowns. Yeah, he's definitely. He said he wanted to get 2,000 yards this year. He's a. Uh, he pays for about 3600 Yeah. 3400 Obviously, that's not going to keep up. Eh. It could, dude. Eh. Jalen Waddle only five targets to Tyree Kill's 15. He started off the game better early, and then everything late was Hill. Uh, four catches, 78 yards. Tua likes to throw the ball downfield, and he's very accurate. Yeah, and I'm really surprised that Waddle wasn't more involved. Again, yeah, he was early, and then everything late was Tyreek Hill. They just couldn't cover him. Well, not many people can. No, but they couldn't even slow him down a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, on the ground, Raheem Mostert had 10 carries to Ahmed's three. So at, right now, until he gets hurt, Jeff Wilson also didn't play. That Jeff might Wilson's, be more of a split when Wilson's Jeff there. Wilson's on IR. Wilson's on IR. Uh, A-chain didn't play. A-chain didn't play. So he, maybe he digs in a little bit there. But uh, 37 yards and a touchdown on his 10 carries. Not the best, but he saved it with a touchdown. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely Tua and Tyree Kill are... Yeah, there was there was three players that went over forty points in fantasy this week. Can you name all three? Tyreek Hill, one. Yeah, I think he ended up with like fifty something. Cowboys defense. They were number three. Two was number two. Two was number two. Okay. Um, yeah, because I had Cowboys defense in family league where I got the most points and I'm getting the the payout for the highest score of the week because of Dallas defense. And we'll get to that game. But that you had crazy. two players on the offense get. Over 40 points. Yeah, I mean, late later in the game, again, Waddle had the first whatever, and then everything after that was two at a Tyreek the whole time. So if you are somebody that drafted Tyreek Hill, I, I think I'm looking to trade for a guy like two. Well, actually, right now, I wouldn't trade for him. It, it, the value's too high, but, man, that's if you could put those that stack if, together. If you have that stack, good for you. Because you're not going to get 40 points from both of you every week. You might get it from Hill every week, but you're not going to get from no. two. Realistically, you know, 40 to 50 combined is doable. You're happy. Like, and, and like he could easily be, happen. it could easily be 20, 20. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. 25, 15, 25. Yeah. 25, especially because you think Waddle's going to be more involved going forward. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which will take a little away from Tyreek. You figured they just hit their ceiling, but yeah. the ceiling is achievable. Yeah, and don't, maybe a little less than their ceiling is achievable on a weekly basis. If you're a Waddle owner, don't hit the panic button. No, I would not still yet. Not yet. start Waddle every week. Yeah, well, at least next week and foreseeable future, unless yes. something else changes. Right. Uh, I mean, he had four for seventy-eight. He had eleven. He had double-digit points. And again, that's throwing the ball downfield. Like it's not yeah. like he was a checkdown guy for right. Till it was right. yeah. No, definitely don't hit the panic button. Um, on the other side of the ball. 23 for 33 was Herbert, 228 and a touchdown. So not nearly what Tua did. They did most of their work on the ground. Yeah. Chargers. Um, they had 40 carries as a team. Eckler and Kelly both had 16 carries. Yeah. Which was Eckler got banged up towards the end. Toward the end. But it was still pretty split early. Yeah, it was. Eckler was Eckler was definitely favored, but I mean Eckler 117 and a touchdown. Kelly 91 and a touchdown. Yeah. Like both very useful. Eckler averaged seven point three. He had a fifty-five yard run, yeah, which helps. But Kelly had only a fourteen-yard run was his longest, and he averaged five point seven. So, so he was more efficient. Yeah, he was more efficient. Besides, yeah, if you take carry to carry wise, he was run. more efficient. If you take away if the outlier, yes. Um, and then Herbert ran into touchdown too. Yeah. Um, I know Mike Williams didn't have a great game for you fantasy wise. But he he left the game in the first quarter, uh, and he came back in the second half. So he left the game. He did miss some time there, yeah. For concussion protocol, went to the locker room, and then they cleared him to play in the second half. Yeah. Because I had him on my fantasy team, and I thought it was wild that he was coming back into the game. Yeah, I thought. Usually as- a guy goes to the locker room to for concussion protocol, just on the safe side. Week one, you would right. think he's done. Right. Especially having a guy like two on the other side that 
Yeah. They made that mistake. Um, but Herbert didn't really have the best passing game in terms of like stats. No, his rushing touchdown saved his day. Yeah, it was definitely the rushing. Keenan Allen had nine targets. He's still the number one there. Six for 76. Eckler had four for 47 receiving. Yep. Um, and then Mike Williams, four for 45 on five targets. So he was there again, missed some time. Um, yeah, not an awful day, but you would like to see more. Yeah, from but Williams. it's definitely still Keenan Allen's. You know, he's the number one there still for sure um, with nine targets. Quentin Johnson, the rookie, only three targets, two catches for nine yards. Yeah. So I think he'll be relevant if one of the two go down. I think it's the only time he gets relevant. Yes, at least this rookie year. Um, until then, yeah, he keep him on your bench. You could, I'm not going to say drop him after week one, but you're not starting him. Yeah, I wouldn't drop him yet. Um, yeah, that's that's it for that game. But yeah, definitely game of the year. I mean, yeah, week one game, game of the week this week. But and Jets Bills was a great game too. But that was far and away better not game. because of fantasy. Like no, this no. might be one of the most fantasy relevant games. Yeah, and it was year. a great game. Yeah, football too. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got Green Bay and Chicago. Green Bay won this one very handily. They still own Chicago. So I, does Aaron Rodgers own Chicago or does Green Bay in general own Chicago? Well, I think now we could say Green Bay owns Chicago. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think we could say we talked about a little bit with his, uh, I don't know if it was last week or what, with Jordan Love, but I know you and me mentioned he might actually – be an okay quarterback yeah he might be an okay quarterback he, he went 15 for 27 so not great not there, great but stat line on 15 completions he threw for 245 yards yeah and three touchdowns yep no picks that means one out of every five of his passes was a touchdown pass i i want that guy on my team i think if one of every five passes is gonna be a touchdown I'll yeah take it. i mean i don't know that you can keep that up but prove it right i prove can't right can't. now i can't until he plays again <laughs> Um, well, on, don't look at past games he's played. Just look at this. Week yeah, one. look at this one. <laughs> on the ground, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, Aaron Jones, nine carries. A.J. Dillon, 13 carries. But Dillon had 19 yards, and Aaron Jones had 41 and a touchdown. And Aaron Jones got hurt at the end. Okay, he so pulled, that's, Running into the end zone, he pulled up right, right, with right, his hamstring. Right. And he said he, he said he could have went back in. No need. But I think Dylan took the majority of carries after because they were already up, up by there. 18 points. Right. Um, so Jones, far and away, the more efficient back there. Yeah, and the more used one. Jones also had two catches for 86 yards and a touchdown. He brought a 51-yard catch to the house. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know which one he got hurt on, if it was the run or the catch. I think it was the catch. I think it was think, the 51-yard catch. it was the catch, and it was like at the very end. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it was like the five-yard line. He pulled up and started grabbing his hamstring. Yeah. But so he had a great day all around. Luke Musgrave, tight end, three for 50. Yeah, Luke Musgrave is a guy that I put in for our uh, – I didn't put in for him. I, di- I didn't put in to pick him up. But I think that's a guy that if you're looking for a waiver wire upside, I think he's a good guy to look at because three for 50? Three for 50. He had a yeah, so he's only getting catch. how many targets? Four. All right, so he wasn't heavily targeted, but, I mean – they're at least thrown downfield to a tight end. The other tight ends we talked about the look for were guys that were more heavily targeted, not big plays. These are at least right. downfield. Throws. Right. Yeah. Um, we knew that Christian Watson didn't play in this game. Romeo Dobbs saved his day with two touchdowns. He only had four catches for 26 yards, but two of them were touchdowns. Yeah. But- now, is that designed? Is he looking for him down in the red zone or would, you know, did it happen? Christian Watson's out. 
Jalen Reed, the well, Jalen Reed had two for forty-eight. He's the rookie. So who got the most targets? About. Most targets was Reed and Dobbs with that five. Okay, so I think that shows that Jordan loves moving the ball around. Yeah, for sure. Because um, a couple people had four, a couple people had three targets. Um, four receptions for Dobbs was the most receptions for anybody, but two of them were touchdowns. So in preseason, it doesn't like. Uh, yeah, it definitely matters that Watson's not playing. Like, yeah, that, that that definitely is a factor. Yeah, but in preseason, Dobbs was the more targeted guy. Watson's the bigger, faster, better athlete. More seen probably as the number one on the team. If they're both on the field, I think Dobbs may not be covered the same way as Watson will I think be. Watson will be more heavily covered than Dobbs. Yeah, and will. Watson's going to be your big play guy. Yeah. And Dobbs is going to be your possession type receiver. Right. I, and I don't know what the end zone or the uh, red zone is going to look like. Yeah. That, Dobbs got two touchdowns, but you don't know what it's going to look like with when, a guy when, like when Watson. Watson's there. All right. Moving on to the Bears side of the field. Um, I'd say Justin Fields disappointed for sure. Oh yeah, I had him at disappointed me. Yeah, twenty four for thirty seven passing, two sixteen, one touchdown, one pick, and on the ground he had nine carries, fifty nine yards is fine. But if he's getting nine carries, I would predict him to have more than six yards. Sixty, carry. yeah, sixty yards. Yeah, um, I I think he's definitely a disappointment. Another one of those guys you dropped, you drafted. Fourth, fifth round. Fourth, fifth round that you're banking on to be and first game on a game that they got blown out. Yeah, and Green Bay is good defense. Yeah, good division game, good defense. Um, yeah, so definitely like don't hit the panic button on him yet. Definitely he, led the team carries. Him and Khalil Herbert had nine apiece. I thought Herbert had eight, but okay. Herbert had nine for twenty-seven. He only had three yards. A it carry. was terrible. And, yeah. Um, Roshan Johnson, Roshan Johnson, Roshan. He had five for twenty and a touchdown, so he had the lone rushing touchdown. Yeah, um, but Fields is on pace to get his eight hundred yard mark, which is really all that matters. Yeah, especially on a bad game like that, he's going to have better games than that. Yeah, yeah, you are looking at, I believe, Fields at his worst. Um, yes, I think so. Th- I mean, this is definitely the floor for him. Of, I believe he still put up fourteen points for me. So, I mean, if my floor and my worst game out of my quarterback is 14, I really can't be, like, too upset. No. It's better than what Burrow gave you this right, week. I mean, right. yeah, and, and that's a, a guy that you drafted right around the same. If not around earlier. Yeah, he's, earlier. I think he outscored Lamar. Now, Lamar, they had the game at hand. They definitely didn't run him as much, didn't throw as much. Right. But, I mean, you're still looking at a floor that's not terrible, so don't hit the panic button on fields, even though I was I was already looking at the waiver wire. What other quarterback is a, can I get? <laughs> well, there's a couple out there. I mean, there's like we said, there's some good guys. I, I, again, would not hit the panic I'm, button. Yeah, yet. I'm not worried about it yet. Um, three guys had seven targets, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, and Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn Johnson. Yeah, I think, um, uh, well, one, I want to say I'm an idiot. I uh, in the league that we have, I have Khalil Herbert. I I ha- also have Mark Andrews, and I panicked on who am I going to pick up as a backup uh, tight end this week. Yeah. And the guy I chose to drop was Roshan. Yeah. 
So six catches, 35 yards on top of the five carries. I mean, he outscored Khalil Herbert, who's the starter on that team. But uh-huh. if Roshan's going to do as well as he did with the opportunities he was given, I I think he he's going to carve out more of a role and be a relevant guy. Yeah, it's it's it almost reminds me a little bit of not what Herbert did to Montgomery, but kind of what a uh, Tariq Cohen did to Montgomery. Yeah, where he was the much better pass catcher and it dug enough into his running game because they wanted Cohen on the field more right. often. Yep. I agree. So not that I think I've definitely hit the panic button a little bit on Herbert. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have much better options, but yeah, I, I think Roshan is definitely a good handcuff to have, especially if you're a Herbert owner. Yeah. Um, Receiving-wise, Darnell Mooney, 4 for 53 and a touchdown. Cole Komet, 5 for 44 on seven targets. That's not bad. Um, no, that, that's a good tight end. Yeah. I think the most surprising thing, two targets, two catches, 25 yards for DJ Moore. Yeah, that that's definitely your big disappointment here because you drafted DJ Moore to be a starting wide receiver on your team. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, they have uh, Jair Alexander, the top five cornerback in the league, and I don't know if yeah. he followed him the whole game. I'm um, not sure either, but if he did, I mean, that could be the reason. But Yeah, it's just it's another thing of, man, Chicago's a really bad team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Like, they, there's a reason they had the number one pick this year. The and hope, they did trade away, but they had right. the number one pick. The hope was that Fields would take the leap as a passer. That's the only way they would have gotten better. And DJ Moore, I still think, will help with that. Obviously, they lost by 18. You know, it wasn't a good game. I still think that they're a bad team, but I think that they will have fantasy relevant players going. Yeah, forward. I agree. All right, moving on. We got three games left: uh, Rams and Seahawks. Rams blew them out. I think this was the surprise of the weekend. Stafford's back. That's how we started the episode. Not, not, not maybe not fantasy relevance, but if you were to tell me that. Seattle was going to lose to the Rams. I think it was by like seventeen. By yeah, by, by three blown scores. out. Yeah. All uh, right. So read off some of these stats. Stafford twenty four for thirty eight, three thirty four, no touchdowns, no picks. So um, Stafford's back. Stafford's back three thirty four. This is the most surprising for me. I think Cam Akers twenty two carries, twenty nine yards. He had a touchdown. But Kyron Williams, 15 for 52 and two touchdowns. Yeah, I think Kyron Williams is the guy to add here. Yeah. And I, I don't know how I don't know how you could be a starting running back in the NFL and have average tw- 1.3 yards a carry. Yeah, like he's not and a big Kyron Williams only 3.5. Like he's, he's not a big guy, but you could almost fall forward to get 1.3. Yeah, that was very surprising. Um Kyron Williams has not done anything in the NFL. I think he's in the second, maybe third year. He was great at Notre Dame. Like he was okay. a great running back. So maybe he just hasn't had a shot yet, and this will be. The I think he had shots in preseason year, uh, like the past couple of years, okay. and before Acres came back last year. It just well, I, I I think he's definitely a guy to look at. It also helped that Stafford did so well passing and opened up the running lanes for him. Yeah, because read them off again: twenty-two carries and and fifteen carries. So they still ran the ball thirty-seven times, forty times. Yes, Stafford had three carries in there too. They're not designed. They're no, scrambles. No, right. They ran but, the ball 37 times. Yeah, on top of passing 38 times. I mean, this was just the Rams game. Yeah, it's it's what McVay wants to do. He wants to fast-paced offense, get yeah. as many plays as you can. All right, Rams receiving. 
Um, they had two guys at 119 yards apiece. Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. But Puka had 15 targets. He just set a record for the most targets by a rookie in their first game at 15. 10 catches, 119. Tutu Atwell, 8 targets, 6 catches, 119. So I think it is eerily similar to Stafford is going to throw heavily to one guy. Like He's going to pick his guy. If Cup's not on the field, I think it's Puka. I think so, too. I mean, Tutu had eight eight targets, same amount of yards, but he he went to Puka almost double the amount of times. Puka was good last year for BYU. Yeah. I, and so, he was really good two years ago when Zach Wilson was at BYU. I think he might be the number one pickup. So it's wild that we're saying that two Rams players might be the, the top two waiver wire ads. Three week. Rams players. Stafford himself? No, oh, four. Well, Tutu and Tutu. Puka. Puka. Kyron Williams. And, Kyron, yeah, and Kyron Stafford. Williams. That's the name I couldn't figure out. Yeah. But yeah, you have four now fantasy relevant players when if you would ask me last week, I would say that you don't want to even, you don't want to maybe not start one of them, but you don't even want to look at any of them. Now, yeah. Stafford is not a guy that I want to go. Maybe, maybe you add him and stash, but definitely don't start. He didn't have touchdowns. So 300 yards sounds great, but when you don't have a touchdown, it doesn't help your fantasy day. He had 13 points based on his yards. Correct. Which is not what you're looking for. But again, if, if you have a guy that's throwing 300 yards a game, there's you're going to see touchdowns. Yeah, there's going to be touchdowns. Um, do you think... Oh, I was going to say, if you're a Cam Akers owner, with him getting 22 carries, even though it was very inefficient, and a touchdown, that might be a guy you try to trade away for someone like Kamara. Or, no. Because I think this would be you trading Acres at his lowest possible. I was. Value. I'm just thinking touchdown and 22 carries. If you if you have a league mate that is not is only going to look at that. Oh, this guy ran the ball 22 times and he had a touchdown. He didn't have a ton of yards, but that'll come. Yeah, but he's only seeing that he had nine ca- or nine points. Yeah, maybe with a catch in there, he's got ten. But like, yeah. it's not no, like the- it's not like that. 22 carries somehow put up. Whoa, no, we have a quarter point for rush, right? In our listeners league, I think we do. Yes, yeah, so that's another five and a half points. Right, so that helps. So so you're looking at like low teens. Yeah, you're looking at he put up I don't think 14 to 15 I don't points. think he's going to keep getting 20 plus carries when he's averaging 1.3 yards a carry. But Neither do I. Or 1.1, whatever it was. Um, all right, moving on to the Seahawks. Geno Smith, 16 for 26, 112 and a touchdown. 16 for 26, okay. So, 10 incompletions, only had 112 yards and a touchdown. Um, on the ground, Kenneth Walker, 12 for 64. Charbonnet only had 3 for 11, so as of now, it's it's Walker's backfield. Yeah, that definitely wasn't as split as I thought it was going to be. No, not. But I, I, I think it's that shows Walker's healthy, right. at least for right now. He also, Walker also had four catches. Um, yeah, it's his backfield right now. Uh, receiving DK had 3 for 47 and a touchdown, so he had, a I think, a 28-yard touchdown. And maybe the... The dumbest uh, flag that could ever be called. Did you see the play? No. It's like after a play is either gone by or after the play was over, he just shoves the one safety to the ground. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, he ruined that guy, but I, I, think, I don't know. I what think led he was just that. pissed off of the day, but I saw something that somebody put in that he should get suspended for at least a game. So 
definitely keep an eye to see if anything comes from that. I didn't because it was one of those things that's egregious. Like it's right. There was there no was nothing warranted. It. It's not like there was a pick and he was even thrown a block. It was literally for or nothing. The guys in his face. Like it, it wasn't right. It wasn't provoked. It was, it was right. Yeah. Um, Will Disley two for seventeen. He had the second most receiving yards at seventeen. Uh, JSN five targets might be a little bit promising, but only three catches for thirteen yards. Tyler Lockett, two catches for 10 yards. So all around, this was a D- DK with his long touchdown um, and maybe a little bit of Walker. Otherwise, this was a terrible game. All yeah, and I think it worries me a little bit that they're not throwing the ball down the field like they did last year. Yeah. Like like you just said, Lockett had two for 10. Right. Uh, Jason had three for 15. And Lockett's usually the like That's the five yards guy. a catch. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Lockett's usually averaging... 15 yards a catch i think there was career or something right. like that and that you know it's one game they lost too though so you would think that they would throw down the field you but, would think they were throwing down yeah, the field i wouldn't hit the panic button yet if they show up next game and do the exact same thing panic button yep all right cowboys giants this was there's not much fantasy news to come out of i'm just gonna go through this very quickly dallas defense is the most fantasy relevant thing here um and tony pollard 14 for 70 and two touchdowns Yep, and that's with it. They really just need the, uh, their backup had a, a good amount of carries, right? The next Deuce Vaughn at six, and Rico Dowdle, Dodle, also at six. So they were probably running the ball out at the end of the game. I saw one of them scored. Cavante Turpin had a touchdown. He okay, had three, that's three. Okay, um, C.D. Lamb at four for seventy-seven. So that he did pretty good early on while they while it was still close before yeah. the blowout. Um, Brandon Cook, 22 for 22. Tony Pollard added another two for 12 through the air. Jake Ferguson, two for 11, but seven targets might be promising. Okay. Um, yeah, something we'll get to connect on him. Michael Gallup, only one for 10. Uh, this was Dallas defense and Tony Pollard. CeeDee Lamb did fine. CeeDee Lamb didn't kill you. Did, no. Definitely wasn't the week you want to see out of him, but when you went 40 to nothing, you're not going to. And it was fast. Like it was. Yeah. It was 14 nothing like to start off the game it was, pretty it was, much. It was very quick. On the Giants side, Daniel Jones, 15 for 28, 104, and two picks. Um, Barkley had 12 for 51 on the ground and three for 12 through the air. He didn't kill you, but again, game script, he just couldn't get us involved. Like Daniel Jones had 13 carries. He was running for his life and just had yeah. a scramble. Uh, Waller at three for 36 on five targets. Again, just they, they literally don't have anything. No. Yeah, it was, it was a bad game all around. If you are a Giants owner, if any of those players, I have Barkley and Family League. I think you you just you just punt the week and hope that it gets better. Yeah, because um, it can't get worse. No, it can't get worse than forty nothing. Uh, I just saw a stat. It was like it was something like no team has ever lost forty nothing. No team has like thrown three or had so many turnovers or let up. Like lost seven nothing the sacks, lost three nothing the turnover battle in a season. They like no one single team has done all of those things, and they just did all of that in one game. Yeah, it, it was really bad start to finish. There was really nothing to take away from the yeah. game. Last game we had an overtime game between the Jets and the Bills. It was an ugly game though. It was an ugly game. Josh Allen twenty nine for forty one, two thirty six in the touchdown, but he had three picks. Josh Allen did not look good and a fumble. He had four turnovers. And he had a fumble. Two fumbles, but lost one. Recovered one. Um, yeah, this was, uh, like like we said earlier, the top and quarterbacks, besides maybe Mahomes, 
Well, Mahomes did have a good game. Mahomes I, had a good game, but he lost. I think I think he ended up with like eighteen to nineteen fantasy points for you. So it was a good game, yeah, fantasy wise. But out of those top five quarterbacks, you're looking at Josh Allen, bad day, four turnovers. You got Justin uh, Jalen Hurts didn't really do anything for you. No, Patrick Mahomes, good game. And then you're looking at Joe Burrow, who got you next to nothing. nothing. Lamar did not Lamar, do much. Nothing. Justin Fields, nothing. Um, Trevor Lawrence did okay, and Herbert and, did and, good. And Herbert, for me. Herbert did good. Yeah, because he had a rushing touchdown. But like, it was bad for those top it, guys. It was bad. Which Tua, we obviously. did preach not to go too early on quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. And it's week one. We're going to overreact right. to week one. All right. Um, James Cook had 12 carries here. To no, 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 no. We're starting here. You ready? What do we got? Rodgers is out for the season. Rodgers is out for the season. Let's back up to that. Um, what a brutal blow for the play- Jets, Jets fans, fantasy owners of Garrett Wilson or Rodgers, obviously. Four plays into the game. Torn Achilles. So they have to give the Packers a second-round pick. If he played 65% of snaps, it would have been a first-round pick. He played four snaps. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, he was hurried or hit on on – all four of them, except for maybe I, one run. I'm not a Zach Wilson believer, but I don't know how any quarterback can succeed with that offensive line. Like he, we kind of saw it a little bit in preseason with Zach Wilson and Hard Knocks too. That they were saying that was the thing. Like and, all around, they're a good team except for their offensive line. Uh, yeah, Rodgers had no shot. Like that first drive that he was in on, it, yeah, he had no chance to throw the ball anywhere no. and. His sack didn't even look bad. His foot just got caught, and it's another thing that uh, people are questioning the turf and stuff on fields. Yeah, his foot didn't slide out. His it foot got didn't caught. slide out. Got caught. Um, obviously, sucks for him. At 39 years old, does he even come back after that? That's a lot of recovery for a 39 year old. That's a lot of recovery for any player. Yeah, let alone I, I don't know how long you're usually out with an Achilles tear. Uh, Is it a full? Cam year Akers was the fastest. He did it in like eight months, but it's usually a year. Okay. Yeah, so he's gonna miss into training camp. You, you would hope year. that. No, you would hope that he's back for training camp. Like I think that's easy to say. He'll be back yeah. for training camp because he's not if a he runner. Comes back again. He'll be forty next year, coming off of a torn Achilles. Is it even worth it? I don't know. A guy that was also questioning retirement, right? But I'm a Garrett Wilson owner, and I am. I'm hurting. Like I. Uh, yeah, you you drafted Garrett Wilson probably in the second or third. I drafted him because he was this, playing with a four time MVP and Aaron Rodgers in both leagues. That I have I have him two out of my three leagues. I have him, and I drafted him in the second. And both. If he's with Zach Wilson, you're probably looking at fourth or fifth round because he had a good year last year. But you're not getting him in the second round with Zach Wilson. At least I wouldn't have taken the chance on him in the no. second. And he could still have a great year. What did he have? He had five for thirty four and a touchdown. Um, I yeah, don't know if any of them came with Rodgers. Well, Rodgers was over one. That touchdown was so it was always. a terrible throw. Oh, he made a fantastic and play on that. It looked like he reached his arm out to stop an interception. And it kind of tipped it and to himself. He kept tipping whether, it to himself. Whether it was on purpose head. or not. But yeah. he stopped an interception on his touchdown. Right. Catch. And that that's what saved his day was the touchdown because otherwise five for 34. That was, well, like a two-yard touchdown. It's not like he got a bunch I of think, yards yeah, on three, that. Yeah, three, yeah. Um, so Zach Wilson, 14 for 21. 140, a touchdown and a pick. Hopefully, he can keep learning from Rodgers and take a step up. I don't know. Um, definitely tough. You're not expecting to go into the game, and you're definitely not expecting to go in on the fifth play of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, their their night was shot of their game plan from right, the start. Right, so Wilson, you know, you're only calling so many plays that Wilson is super confident in. Hopefully, with a week of practice, knowing you're going to be the starter, you can you can do more. 
And we're know. talking about all this, and they came back and won the game. They won the game. Um, thanks to this guy, Brees Hall had 10 carries. How many yards? 106. 127 on 10 carries. He averaged 12.7 yards a carry. Obviously, he had an 83-yard run in there where he got caught, which I wonder was because of his injury. Um, if, I don't, if I think if that's last year, he's not getting caught. But he is all the way back. Yeah. This is a guy I was wrong on, and especially wrong in the way to start the season. Well, Dalvin Cook had 13 carries. He had three more carries. But Brees Hall was it's doing so stuff good. with his carries. Because Cook only had 33 yards. Brees Hall at 127. Yeah, and it's not just the 83-yard run. It is. He's no, breaking tackles. Like, oh, yeah. Like, we talk about them having a bad offensive line. It's not like Atlanta that has a bad offensive line, but they're good at run blocking. Right. He was getting hit every play and still getting six to eight yards yeah, carry. He, he looked really good. Um, he also had one catch, which I think was a screen pass. He, he broke for 20 yards. Yep. Um, yeah, I was wrong with Brees Hall. And if I'm a Dalvin Cook owner, I, I think... I think you have to sit tight on him still. But you have to hold him. You're not dropping him. And you're probably not trading him because if you're thinking about the game script going week to week with Zach Wilson, it's going to be more getting the ball in Brees Hall and, Z- and Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook's hands because it's shorter passes, yeah. more running. Yeah. So I think he's still going to be very relevant. It's just you thought you were at least getting the good four weeks out of Dalvin Cook to be the guy. At least one. At I mean, least Brees Hall was one. probable to play. He wasn't even like definite. Yeah. And then, yeah, he lit it up. Um, again, we said Gary Wilson, five for 34 and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook had three catches. Uh, yeah, there wasn't uh, much Al- passing. Alan Lazard had two for 46 and his were good. Like it, he took short passes and made something of them. Yeah. Lazard looked good for his limited. Yeah. Catches. He, he had a 24 and a 22 yard catch. So, yeah. So he looked good when he got the ball. It's just, if Zach Wilson is the quarterback. Yeah. But you're again, not expecting to get the ball. They won the game. They won the game because they have a great defense. And because Josh Allen threw three picks. And, that guy's terrible, dude. Um, James cook 12 for 46. Uh, definitely the lead back. Latavis Murray had two carries. Damian Harris had one carry. So definitely James Cook. Yep. Um, and he looked good. He definitely looked like the best back. There yeah. And, and moving forward, you know, when the Bills are going to win a lot of games, and they're going to win by a good amount of points in some of those games. I, don't I, even I, know think, they, I, I think. I don't even know they make the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. I said that already. Yeah. Diggs still got it. Guys got it. 13 targets, 10 for 102 and a touchdown. Yeah, he's good. He's always open. Like even when Sauce Gardner is on him, like he he finds a way to get open. Even when he's not open, like the connection between Josh Allen and Diggs, as soon as he's turning around, the ball's in his hands. Yeah. Uh, as as bad as Allen did, that connection was there. Well, Allen's interceptions were like the one was just it looked like a punt. Like he's just like all right, let's just throw as like far he as took I can. A couple of shots where they picked it off deep down the field. Like all of them were. But that's just, he's careless. He was careless. That's what it was. It, yeah. it wasn't bad throws or something got tipped and it was picked. Right. It was just all dumb and decision. Most of those, when he aired out and it was picked off, there was two defenders down there with one receiver. Yeah. And the receiver's name usually wasn't Diggs. No, I mean, usually Gabe Davis is the deep guy, but he had two for 32. Yeah. Um, Dalton Kincaid had four for 26. Dalton Kincaid's good. Every play that he was involved in, he looked good. Blocking included. Yeah. Um. But Dawson Knox was still included. Dawson Knox at three for 25. Yep. I, I think Kincaid having four catches is a little hopeful on his first game. Well, I think 
I think it was very clear in the way they want to play games, which is what we talked about. Knox and Kincaid were out there a lot together. Yeah. So, I, and I don't think that's going to change because they both did well blocking and receiving, like you were saying. Like, I think that's going to that's going to be their game plan. Is those two are going to be blocking, receiving, and then you have Diggs on the outside. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's all we got for the recap of the games. We went over most of the waiver wire pickups that you should be looking for while we went through the games. But just to recap them, at running backs, you should be looking at Kyron Williams first, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Yeah, I we, we didn't talk about them much. Um, we talked about Justice Hill maybe being the goal line back and Gus Edwards would be the everything else back. I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get a Kareem Hunt or, or Melvin Gordon or something like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, Joshua Kelly and then Roshan Johnson. Those yeah. are the running backs to look at, and I think any one of them that you can get would would be a helpful add to your team. Yeah, I agree. And maybe maybe if Hunt is available, maybe you pick him up. Seeing how bad Indianapolis struggled without a running back, and yeah. you're looking at Dobbins goes down. Dobbins goes down. I mean, it, I mean, there was a good amount of injuries in this first week. So, do you, if you're if you're an NFL GM or a fantasy GM, are you thinking about getting him just in case anyway? That that's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're somebody that has a deep bench that, if, like like I have in family, like I have Zeke. Now I'm never going to play Zeke unless Ramondre gets hurt. He's never been relevant enough. Um, but Kareem Hunt, if he gets traded for the next two weeks, is he worth it? Yeah, because I think he'll be eased into a system, and by the time you want to play him, is playoffs. Yeah, like you're looking for the guy that's going to be a playoff separator. So, like for me, oh. I'm not really thinking about it because I need to run back now. <laughs> like I, I, yeah. I don't need a running back at the end of the season. I need right, a guy right, that's going right. to help out McCaffrey now yeah. on my team. Yeah. Um, also, if you have an IR slot and you have someone like Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor that you can put into your IR slot and have an open slot, so you don't have to drop anybody. Yeah. Why not? That, that's the guys that I want to look for. Um, a cream hut. If I have an IR slot. Yeah. Um, wide receivers: Puka Nakua. Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Tutu Atwell, and Zay Jones. Yep. And we talked about all of them. Um, and then tight ends, Hunter Henry, Hayden Hurst, and and Luke Musgrave. Is there any players, real quick, before we get off here, that you'd start hitting the panic button? Definitely Drake London, I think. That was the name I had in mind, was Drake London. And we talked about that. I think getting zero catches, like like Dallas Goddard got zero catches. I'm not hitting the panic button on, on him yet. He was wide open on some of them, and, and Hurts just didn't see him. They had the connection last year. I think he'll be back. But Drake London, on on I think he's a good receiver, but on Atlanta didn't do it last year. And then he goes and gets one target with zero catches. Yeah. Definitely hitting the panic button on him. Yeah, the other one is I, I'm worried about Garrett Wilson. Like I... And it sucks because it's your second round pick and you can't do anything about it. Well, he did well with Zach Wilson last year. Yeah. Obviously, you drafted him to get, you know, paired up with Rodgers. I'm not hitting the, I'm, I don't think he's going to perform to his ADP anymore, but I'm not hitting the panic button on him yet. Zach Wilson, I think, has learned and will continue to learn from Rodgers a lot. And he's got to throw to somebody. I think you watched Hard Knocks too much. He, Zach Wilson went into that game and he looked confident. He did. He looked, he looked a lot more ready. confident. Yeah. Um, With no prep, he looked as ready as he could be, I guess to say. Yeah. But again, still having Rodgers in your ear, I'm sure he'll have the headphones on, talking to him, whatever, every time he's on the sideline. So I, I do think that they still have that connection. He's still easily the number one receiver there. Yeah, the Jets. I, I agree. Again, I don't think he lives up to a second round ADP anymore, but I think he'll still be fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, 
that's it for week one wrap up i mean uh yeah next episode games. we'll be uh previewing the birds vikings and then the sunday the sunday slate yeah all right keep in touch if if you have any questions about waiver wire ads and you want to comment on one of our instagram posts please do trade offers are going to start coming when people are panicking let us know if you want us to review a trade for you or just go over your your lineup yeah if you're worried about guys to drop two for somebody to pick up let us know and we could definitely help you out with who to drop to pick up one yeah. of those other players all right hopefully a good week one good luck on week two see you yep. next time cheers Thank <laughs> you.